Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayashir, number 295. There's certain things in a family structure where you could tell your children or, you know, give them examples of it or in your the way you behave that will teach them extremely valuable lessons in their own family structure to live a happy life and Be'ezus Hashem when they leave the family ultimately and start a life of their own, that they take it with them. To learn how attitude can make a big difference. It's not the circumstance necessarily, but how you respond and react to a circumstance. And that is something that is one of the greatest gifts of chinech that you could possibly give to your children. When when they see there's a matziv, and some things you could hide from them, but some things are obvious where it's clear that the family is going to through whatever particular crisis that they're going through. Let's say Khalila, there's an illness of, of, a, of a grandparent of them, one of the parents' parents, or other situations like that, or a situation that one of the siblings is going through. Things like that. The way you respond and react to a situation is really the key, not the circumstance itself. So as, as much as there could be painful situations within families, but if a, a wife and a husband together, a mother and a father, work with each other or ask the right advice in learning how to respond and how to react when things are difficult, it gives a deep understanding in the children whether they can even articulate it or not. They see it, they sense it, and they realize the matzah may have been difficult, but I see how my parents handled it in a very royal and calm way. Another thing also is to inculcate in your children the the concept that your perception creates your beliefs and your beliefs create your behaviors and that there is Bechira, that we have free will and we have to teach really our children all the 13 Amni Mamans. That's one of those things where it's Kedai to go through either by the Shabbos table or at night as one of those bedtime things when you're telling a story, whatever it is, you throw in each night or each week, you, you focus on a different Ani Maiman and about free will. Now, sometimes it's hard for children to recognize that they have three free will, but the beauty of, and the, the beauty and the power that even children have to make choices and make healthy choices is an important yesoid to teach children and to let go of the need to complain about life. That's a very, very difficult at times because sometimes as parents, we tend to complain a lot. Sometimes it's understandable when we're in a difficult situation to vent. So we're not judging. There's no judging here. But certainly when the complaining has no tayelis, and it's just for the complaining, instead of shifting into the beauty of things, that itself creates a tremendous positive influence for the children. When they see, let's say, there's something upsetting happen, and they see how the parents react to it, not by not complaining about it, it creates a tremendous positive influence on the children. Let's say there was a beautiful vase that was just bought 
and said, be careful, be careful. And uh, the husband, by mistake, tipped it over. Smashed on the floor. Wife had just bought it that Friday. And it's Friday night, boom, it's all shattered. So it's not easy, but there's a choice here. All the children see it. They're different age children. They're seeing it. They're acknowledging it. She's obviously clearly very upset. Husband's up sure feels terrible too. And here is a choice, and it's not always easy. But to say, Gamzulatayva, it's all for the best. I am, and even acknowledge, you know, I just bought this. I was looking forward to it. it, it it's a beautiful vase, Lakava Chavis. So I'm a little upset that it got, be honest with your feelings, maybe. I got upset that it got shattered, and but you know something, Gamzulatayva, it's all for the best. And it should be a kapara, and maybe it's a simon of simchas to come. And it's only of us. Baruch Hashem, we're all okay. We're all healthy. Everyone should be gesund and stark. And we have no idea. By taking that incident that could have been really upsetting and caused tension, and to not only lighten the tension, but turn it around into something positive, that leaves a tremendous reishim on the children watching this. And they'll learn also that positivity always pays off. And when you choose wisely and intentionally how you think and how positive you are, and learn how ways to take a positive spin on things, to smile, and to really, really be besimcha. And sometimes you have to show an outer simcha first in order to show an inner simcha afterwards. That helps tremendously as well. And explain the importance of positivity and how although it's okay to sometimes feel bad about things or anger or resentment and envy, that these are normal human emotions, but you need to understand why it's important to deal with it right away and try to replace it with more healthy, positive emotions. And of course, one of the greatest gifts you could give your children in that environment is to do everything you can to remove daiga, to remove worry from your hearts. Worry is the biggest enemy of the present moment you're in. It takes away simcha, keeps you busy doing nothing at all. When you spend time worrying, you're using your imagination to give yourself tsar on things that aren't there. And it's a big avayda that we have to work on ourselves, but certainly when we do work it, work with it on ourselves, and then we built into the fabric of our the family to realize we shouldn't worry about this. Yes, let's say tell them if something's an issue, a crisis, or whatever it is. But right now, is there's nothing we can do about it right now. So let us be besimcha and do what we can. To also teach them how to tackle problems, not run away from problems. And that nothing is as bad as it seems. There's always a blessing in every single experience. And you see the tzadatoiv of it. And akar esatoiv, like we talked about, being grateful for all the problems you do not have. Like the muscle with the broken vase. There's a broken vase that I just bought that I feel terrible about it. But Baruch Hashem, I'm healthy. Baruch Hashem, I'm well. Baruch Hashem, I have a husband. Baruch Hashem, I have children. Baruch Hashem, we're by a Shabbos table. The fridge is full. We have plenty of food to eat. There's a lot of beautiful things going on here. 
Another thing to realize is, is to teach in the home, trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that even if there are matzavim at times when things that are seem to be falling apart, they're not really falling apart. You know, you anticipate a Pesach Seder to be a certain way and everyone's cranky and uh, the kids didn't sleep that afternoon even though you tried to put them in bed ten times and and it's just really not going according to plan and it's very upsetting. But it's perfect anyway. It's not falling apart. Life is not falling apart. Chutzlars especially, you have another Seder, but even if you didn't and it's in Eretz Yisrael and it's a one time a year, Gamzul Teva, this is also good. And the process to teach people how to that that as each tkufa in the family occurs, change is necessary. That's part of our life. That's growing pains. You're used to a matzev, right? It's sometimes traumatic for every boy or girl when they change classes from one from fifth grade to sixth grade, from sixth grade to seventh grade, with a new rebbe, with sometimes new classmates. It's traumatic for some boys and girls. Changing yeshivas, even in the same yeshiva, from a from a elementary to high school, from high school to base medrash, from the high school to base medrash, and then beyond. Every matzav changes, life changes, and part of a family structure is teaching I mean mechanech of how we adapt. We serve the same Hakadosh Baruch Hu, but just like like the Bashemta says, with the Membeis Masois in the Midbar, each traveling point was a different matzav that Hashem wanted us to serve Him in a different way. In family life, as you grow, Hashem wants you to serve Him in different ways, and sometimes there are changes necessary. And the changes always, some of them may be hard, but they're regular growing pains, and you learn from it, and that's a healthy lesson to teach your children. Another thing is to realize that you're capable more than you think you are. And you could relate to that, where, the, for example, the, 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 the husband said, I thought I, I, I was going to commit to this sheer, but I have no idea how I'm going to do it because I'm so dead tired at night. Or, or the wife, I thought I, you know, I would never be ready to prepare for Pesach. And what am I going to Hashem, help me. I'm more capable than I think I am. And you inculcate that into your children too. You may be worried about a test. You may be worried about a bechina. You may be worried about this or that. But you're more capable than you think you are. Another thing that's important is to realize, and to realize in a family, everyone has problems. If you have problems, that's a good thing. That means you're alive. That means you're you're making progress. And the only people that have no problems are either people doing nothing or people that are dead. So if you have problems, like all of us have problems, normal, healthy life problems, that's a good thing. And you teach them how to utilize their time properly, to spend their energy in healthy things, to be busy, to be productive, but also to have a calm environment when needed in the home. And to teach people how meaningful work is important, positive goals, for each child, positive goals, high priorities, setting your sights on high goals, bringing out the best in you, recognizing that every child has their own special potential potential, and great potential, and expect Nisim, but not necessarily Kriya type of Nisim, 
but nisim that are hidden in Teva, more like the nase of Purim. Sometimes you will see an open miracle or something very clearly hashkacha pratis where there's just no denying of it. It's amazing, a truly, true, true hashkacha pratis. And when that happens in a family, that has to be talked about a lot by the Shabbos table and again and again. When there was a special siyata deshmaya and a mishbacha, when they were saved from a certain misfortune or they got a certain special bracha and it worked out perfectly, you thank Hashem for it and, and recognize that miracle and thank, thank Hashem for that miracle. But more than that, which I think is even a bigger opportunity, is to find the hidden miracles within the day-to-day life, in the family structure. On the miracles that Hashem conducts with us day in and day out, day in and day out. And to talk about those things, and to recognize the Ashkacha Pratis in those things, and encourage each child to talk about in their life, where and when and how they could see that Ashkacha Pratis and to appreciate it and to value it. There's a lot of, besides the Amuna and Betachin and all these things, it also puts into a child or a young teenager this awareness that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is personally interacting with them. They are important, not just to me, my, the mother or the father, but to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Every time HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives you the child the teenager, something of Ashkacha Pratis that you see behind the scenes, Hashem helped you, you bought, you couldn't find this item and then you found it in this store, it just happened to be, you met this person and boom, and when you talk about it and you grow, it not just grows your amuna in Hashem, it gives you an amuna in yourself in the fact that Hashem has his dealings with you. He cares about you, every individual, every child, every person. So all of these things that we just described now, to teach in a family how to treat everyone, especially yourself, with a kindness, with a respect, when there are sincere apologies, you know, and sometimes it is a chinuch, you know, to to whatever it is that 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 publicly, let's say even, you know, by mistake, uh, the, the husband spilled something on the wife, you know, let's say orange juice, whatever, and it spilled and it spilled on the wife's dress, whatever. And the husband says, I'm sorry, I apologize. Oy, I feel so bad. I hope I didn't ruin the dress. The children watch this. They see this. They see how there's a respect there. And there's an apology there, a sincere one. And the her wife may have been upset about the dress, and she knows how to handle that right, and she may be upset. You know, I just I just brought it to the cleaners, and here we go again. But she says, okay, it's okay. And either she leaves it that way, or changes quickly, or whatever. The kids see this, they learn from it. And there's an elevation to it. To learn apologizing when needing to apologize. And you each have the ability to teach each other something important. Somehow, it has to be brought that despite the fact that in a household there are different personalities and different ages, and sometimes even clashing with one another, at a certain point there needs to be an awareness that, hey, I can learn something from my sibling, and I can learn something from each one, each member of my family. Hashem put me here for a reason, 
and he's there to teach me something. And of course, it's our job to make it as positive of an experience as possible. Hatzlocha and a bracha.